welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. Okay, so I have a super special guest for you guys today. Rachel Spencer is a business strategist and Instagram expert living in the New York City. (laughs) In the city. Okay, she loves helping boss babes all over the world find clarity in their business, master their messaging, and use personal story to magnetize their dreamy clients online. She's also known as a self-love and mental health advocate with an Instagram presence of over 15,000 people and features in the media such as Self Alert, Teen Vogue, The Today Show, and more. Most recently, she started a podcast. Most recently, she started a podcast called The Journey to Worthy, which reached the iTunes Top 100 within 48 hours. Oh my God, you're going to love her. Let's dive into this. All right, you guys. Well, I am so, so excited. We have a beautiful special guest for you. Her name is Rachel Spencer. Thanks for being here today. Ah, Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. Why don't you just start by telling us who Rachel is, right? And tell us about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I am a business strategist and Instagram expert, and I specifically help boss babes to you know, find fun and clarity within their business, master their messaging, and also use their personal story to magnetize their ideal clients online. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also more widely known for my Instagram presence as a um, self-love, mental health, and body love advocate. Yeah. Um, and I've actually been uh, featured in Self, Allure, the Today Show, Teen Vogue, and some other outlets for my Instagram specifically. And um, I started a podcast called The Journey to Worthy that's all about self-love mm. and self-worth. So I, I, kind of wear, I kind of wear a lot of hats, but yeah. um, I say overall, I am the brand. So. Right, absolutely. So what <laughs> came what first? What came first? Well, my story kind of started back in high school and college because I was at a performing arts school and the pressure to be thin and the pressure to be mm-hmm. perfect oh, yeah. was looming over me. And so I developed an eating disorder and kind of all throughout college, I, I, I was receiving an acting degree, but I was so lost because I was like, okay, I want to be an actress, but there's already all of this pressure to look and feel and be a certain way. And every single time I went to an acting class, I was told, you know, 
if you know you need to lose 15 pounds or you need to do this or that and it just it, it always kind of triggered me and I ended up getting my degree but then I moved to New York City and I realized that this world was just no longer for me yeah. but I loved New York I'm totally. still here I've been here for five years but so I was like, okay, I'm so lost. I'm, you know, now in recovery by this point, you know, I have some amazing friends who, you know, helped me go to therapy. And even whenever I moved to New York, I was like, okay, I want to continue along this path of doing what's best for me and my mental health, but also what the hell am I going to do with my life now? So yeah. I hired a life coach. And my life coach not only helped me continue on in recovery, but he helped me realize my true passion was actually helping other women who had mm. low self-esteem or body image issues because yeah. the truth of the matter was I never wanted anyone to ever feel the way that I felt about my body ever again. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, as I started working with him, I, you know, came across the um, body positive and self-love community on Instagram. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. There's just tons of people, you know, all different shapes and sizes, just mm -hmm. talking about how you are worthy, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, um, no matter what you look like, you are worthy of self-love. And that really inspired me. And I wanted to start kind of sharing my self-love story and sharing my insecurities and just trying to build an audience in that way. So little did I know that just from sharing those, you know, vulnerable parts of myself that I thought might change, you know, one or two people's lives, little did I know it would kind of blow up my following and um, it would get picked up by, you know, media, news publications and, um, and yeah, and so then I kind of went full frontal into my business and I leveraged my audience that I had on Instagram. At that time, I had zero Facebook presence. Wow. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I ended up um, booking out my one-on-one -on -one life coaching program twice through Instagram alone mm. and continued to get you know some side media features and speaking events and stuff. And there was one day when someone reached out to me and said, hey, I noticed that you're a coach also and you've really grown your Instagram. Can you show me how to do that? Mm. And I was like, what? I was like, you want me to show you how I, what do you mean? And they're like, yeah. And how did you book out your one-on-one -on -one program? Like, can you tell me how to, and I was just like, wait, what? And so I slowly started to realize that more people were interested in how I built my business, right. built my audience, built my social media. And that's when I began to monetize off of that. Mm. And I realized that I still have such a passion for self-love and helping women with their body image, which totally. I still do on my Instagram. But yeah. I realized that there was so much more that I could do with helping entrepreneurs, um, especially, mm. you know, uh, income wise. And so that's whenever I got into Instagram strategy and now more along the lines of overall business coaching. Mm. What a beautiful evolving journey. Right? It's, it's really crazy. Like, it's like, I always <laughs> say like overcoming my struggles became the ultimate gift. Uh, 
that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I love this. Oh my God. Okay. Where do we even begin? Where do we start? So let's start with where you started. So let's start talking about um, body image and feeling confident in our own skin. And then let's totally move into some strategy. I like yeah. it. I like the way it feels. Works for so, me. Okay. This podcast is all about like confidence and all the jams. So, um, Okay. I totally resonate with the body image thing. I actually danced my entire life. I went from three years old to um, graduating college with a um, a minor in dance. So I totally understand that. And I totally, um, you know, I, I don't think anybody ever told me to lose weight, but it was definitely made clear that I did not have the perfect dancer's body. And here's the thing though, is I think that even though, even people who did not go through dance and who did not go through um, act, acting and, and theater and those things, they still have issues with their body. A lot of it's because of social media. A lot of it's because people are not very nice growing Mm -hmm. up like Mm -hmm. so what what are your first few tips in helping someone kind of rediscover their their beauty their beautifulness and how powerful they are Mm. that's such a good question because I feel like it's really hard to narrow down a powerful journey like that into just a couple of tips and Mm -hmm. there are so many people who ask me all the time can you talk about your defining moment when you feel like you were recovered from your eating disorder or when you feel like you saw your self-worth? And I'm like, I don't know if I can do that because honestly, it's, it's an journey. everyday journey. Yeah. Still, I mean, still to this day, if I stopped doing the self-love work, if I stopped doing the mental exercises, if I stopped treating it like it's a skill that I have to practice instead yeah. of a personality trait, then it's going to go away. And I'm, I, I can see myself, you know, falling back into those old patterns. And that's true yeah. for a lot of things. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so what are, what are those, you know, those practices that you do, yeah. those mindsets, you know, practices you take on? Yeah. So the first thing that I started doing were some mirror exercises. And it's so cliche because so many people say, well, whenever I look at myself in the mirror and I try to say, you know, positive affirmations to myself, it just seems inauthentic. It's like, no matter what I say, I feel like I'm just saying that I don't truly believe it. But the truth of the matter is, like I said, it's a skill. And if you continue mm-hmm. to say it and practice yep. it over and over again, I remember, you know, again, I said there's no defining moments, but I do remember this moment where I was looking in the mirror and this was like, probably only like my fifth day of doing it, but Mm. I was like almost in tears because I was just like, I don't want to say this, but I was complimenting myself and I was saying that I was beautiful and something just like clicked. I I, I had tears running from my eyes, but I was like, Mm. hmm, maybe I am special. Maybe I am pretty. And I kind of was like, no, but maybe, and I just kind of sat with it. I was like, okay, so there's the thought. There's the first thought is what if I'm worthy? What if I've been worthy this whole time? Mm. And so I, you know, started as the days went by, I created my own exercises that really helped me. So for example, um, when I'm, you know, looking in the mirror in the mornings, I feel like when we look in the mirror, we're always trying to fix something. Like rarely do we huh. look in the mirror and we're just like, yeah, I look bad. <laughs> like we're always so like, right. we're like, okay, right? let me fix 
my shirt. My shirt looks weird. Or my necklace is crooked. That's weird. Exactly. Or like, Why did everyone tell me I had broccoli in my teeth? Like <laughs> Exactly. We're always trying to fix something. And sometimes wow. it's harmless. But for people who are really struggling on that yeah. journey, like they are really ripping themselves apart. So my exercise was for every negative comment that I would say about myself, I would combat that with two positives. Mm. And what that meant was no matter what, when I was finished looking in the mirror, I would go about the rest of my day on a positive note. No matter what, I had overpowered the negativity because I had twice as many positive things to say about myself. I love it. Again, like these are just little tiny things, but if you continue doing them every single day, exactly, it adds up. And another, you know, another thing that I want to add to that too is one of my friends just recently, you know, mentioned this to me um, that her therapist gave her this exercise where whenever you have all of these negative thoughts in your head about your body and your self worth, imagine that you are a bus driver. And all of those negative thoughts are on the bus. And whenever they start to say things that bother you, kick them off the bus. Tell them to get off the bus. They don't belong here. And doing that visualization exercise and just like Like, letting letting each individual thought like leave the bus. Like it's really amazing. That is such a good visual. I love visuals. I'm such a visual learner. It's probably why I went to art school because I love like even just like sometimes I'm like, okay, let me just write this down because then I can see it better. Yeah. You can can just, it's so much easier to visualize. That is a beautiful visual of just like, be like, okay, bye. Like, and then I'm going to lock my door. (laughs) Like you can't get back in. Like you're out there and suck it. Exactly. (laughs) I love that visual. Those are such great tips because you're right. It's not, it's not like the, I think people don't understand. People talk to me about my confidence a lot. People will say like, I wish I had the confidence that you had, but what they don't realize is is that if they're new to following me is that it was not always this way. And I try to reiterate that and say that over and over and over again. It's those little practices that I practice daily that then compounded into a bigger ginormous thing that then just became who I was. Right. You know, and everybody can do that. It's a learnable skill and that's beautiful. Well, and that's another, you know, important thing about building a brand. I mean, I don't mean to, to get to this already, but do it, girl. But, you know, with, <laughs> with building a personal brand, it's like people really want to rally around a message. You know, they want to rally around something powerful. And a lot of the time that comes from your own struggles. And I have so many people, especially clients of mine who are like, Oh, I already share my story. You know, I've already talked about it. I'm like, well, when was the last time? I don't know. Last year. I'm like, okay, you have to be constantly letting people know, Hey, I've been where you are. Let me show you the way. Yeah. You'll sound like a broken record. Like you're like, like I literally think to myself and I was like, do people get it yet? I say this all the time, every day. Like, like, do you get it? Do you understand? I'm giving you the answers. Exactly. Yes. I I love that. Okay. So let's talk about, um, let's transition into business. Let's talk about growth because you do have a very large social media following. And I mean, you have, you, like, I know you're really on Instagram, but you have a large Facebook following too. So do you have growth tips or growth hacks to really massively up level their, um, their audience in a fast way? Yeah. Well, I feel like Instagram and Facebook are different. Totally. Um, But at the same time, what a lot of people lack on both platforms is consistency. 
Consistency mm. with just showing up. Mm. Um, just because you show up once a week in a really powerful live stream or even, you know, once a month thinking that, you know, it's, it's powerful enough and people should be drawn to me and I'm doing all the things like, no, it's about consistency and showing up with value, you know, 80% of the time, at least, you know, you can't show up once a month with a powerful post and then, you know, try to pitch something and promote yourself at people. Like you have to show people that, you know, not only do you have a journey that you want to share, but that you care about them and you want to give them value. You want to give them support as much as possible so that whenever it is time to, you know, purchase from you, it's a no brainer. Um, But specifically on Instagram, it's definitely gotten a lot harder because of the Mm. algorithm. I will say so many people struggle these days. And I, I mean, I'll say flat out, I am not one of those people who has hundreds of thousands of followers. And, yeah. but I would say that the way that I have grown the most has mm-hmm. been from features and also, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting in touch with influencers in my niche. So I kind of made it my mission whenever I got started that I was going to look for the top influencers in the self-love and body positive space. And, you know, not to like be sleazy and strategic. I'm like, kind of like, oh, I'm just going to get to know them so that I can copy them or, you know, yada, yada. You know, that wasn't it at all. It was like, I want to know what they're doing, what they're talking about, how I can join the conversation, what they're not talking about so that I can find that gap and find my unique positioning in this niche. Um, But also like what's really setting well with their followers, like what everybody is struggling with in this online space, in this online community. Because while Facebook has Facebook groups, Instagram doesn't have groups, but I like to think of hashtags as like a group in itself. Yeah. I also like to think of communities like the mental health community, Mm self-love, traveling community, et cetera. So I started to get to know these influencers and just become super, super active. And there was actually a, um, a self-love meetup in New York City Aww. about a year ago. And I, I was invited that. and I thought it was so cool. There were these people there with like millions of followers. And I'm wow. over at the time I had like 9,000 followers, but I'm just like, I, I feel so amazing, you know? Yeah. Um, but so, you know, definitely doing your research, like getting to know who these top leaders in your Mm -hmm. niche or the top influencers are. And like I said, finding that missing gap so that you can kind of find what makes you stand out, but also joining that conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, another thing that really helped me grow was, was doing my research in hashtags, like before Mm -hmm. and after I post for like 15 minutes, I'm in, I'm in those hashtags, liking and commenting on photos because the way the algorithm works is that with those most recent posts, like those people are still online right? and you know, they've just posted and they're waiting for the same thing you're waiting for that dopamine rush, right? All those likes coming in. And mm-hmm. so by you, you know, commenting on their posts, liking their posts, um, right after you post, then they're going to come over, kind of see what you're about. Um, go to your most recent post, give it some love. And within the first 15 minutes, that kind of determines what the algorithm does with your post. So that's Mm. why like right before and after I post, I'm active on other profiles to bring people over. I love that. That's such a good idea. That's a a strategy that I haven't, I have a lot of strategies in the back of my head when it comes to Instagram, but that's something that I was like, oh yeah, like 
you know, because it's so like, simple. yeah, you can see their like most, you know, recent posts and be like, Oh yeah. Especially with the hashtags and whatever you're searching. So that is a really great idea. Um, yeah. okay. So you kind of mentioned, you know, um, connecting with these higher influence, you know, influencers, the people in your niche, etc. So you've been on those things, but also speaking gigs, also in magazines. Like, how do you get to be a part of that? Like, how did you pitch yourself? I mean, you, maybe you hired someone to do so, but, um, how did you pitch yourself to those things? And then how, you know, how did they choose you? And what was that process like? The truth of the matter is every opportunity I've gotten has come to me. Mm. And I know that that's wow. like, it's not like the easiest type of thing. You know what I mean? Like I want to say, yes, it was a strategy. Here's how you can do it. Totally. But the truth of the matter is building up my personal brand and really stepping into my influence and just consistently mm-hmm. sharing my story and my following organically growing yeah. is what, you know, uh, for instance, the first piece of media that was written about me was just from a follower. She was a follower and she wrote for Women's Health and HuffPost and she wrote about me and then her article then got picked up by Self, which then got picked up by Allure. And then a couple days later, I get a phone call from the Today Show wanting to interview me. You know, it it kind of was like a ripple effect in that way. And then while I continue to like build my platform and really stand for something, um, and I feel like that's how, you know, people with podcasts started reaching out, but I think that's how the speaking events came as well. Sure. Uh, kind of seeing what I've done with my platform and wanting somebody who, um, you know, had that influence, but is also well-spoken because, you know, I do come from an acting background. For sure. So when talking about building our brand, right? So that's the key here. Then what, what is a must have, what is needed for building, building your brand and for those who maybe are just starting, but also who are maybe looking to up level, what is for sure need and what do people need to be doing to have that? Two things, storytelling and messaging. I think those are the the most important things. And storytelling seems so obvious, but I don't mean just telling a random story. It's like totally diving into your story, what makes you stand out, your why, why you're here, what you stand for. People want to feel like they're really a part of your life and your mission. And that's what so many entrepreneurs are lacking is they think that, you know, their mission is to, um, you know, help people with anxiety, which is great or help people. Um, I hate the saying, but like, you know, feel like they're their most authentic self, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so overused, but you know what I mean? Um, but they do not bring something personal to the table mm. that makes people say, well, I want to purchase from you. Right. I want to get to know you instead yeah. of this other person over here who's talking about anxiety or self-love or whatever. Cause at the end of the day, you know, you are your, your special sauce. You are yeah. the most important part of your brand. Absolutely. Do you have, um, specific questions that people can journal on to start bringing the story into their content? Cause I feel like sometimes it's one of those things that people are like, but I don't really know what to write about. I don't know what story is important to draw in my ideal clients. Like what needs to be said versus what doesn't really matter. 
Yeah. Well, here's my, my favorite exercise to do. And it's funny because I'm actually doing a live stream in my group about this tonight. So this is oh, perfect. I love it. Um, <laughs> Pre-inspiration. Pre right? <laughs> Thanks for the practice, girl. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> so um, this is actually an exercise I do with um, a lot of my clients whenever they first come in because you're right. That's a big question. It's like, okay, but which story do I tell or what's the most important? And so what I like to do is I like to create a timeline of my life. Mm -hmm. um, literally get out a sheet of paper, write out a timeline. And you want to start with the simple stuff like, okay, grade school, high school, mm -hmm. um, marriage, entrepreneurship, uh, hopefully not, but divorce even like whatever mm -hmm. parts of your life are significant. Then you go a little bit deeper and you kind of spider map or mind map below that. It's like, okay, grade school. So grade school was the first time that if I'm talking about myself and my journey was yeah. the first time that I saw a magazine that had a firming skin cream ad mm. on the inside. And grade school was also when I first started getting bullied for my weight. Okay. Moving on to high school. High school was the um, first time that I um, was called fat, or mm -hmm. it was the first time that I, you know, started going through puberty. Yeah. Move on from that, um, you know, and you kind of move along slowly and then you mind map the important events during that time. And then mm -hmm. I bet you can guess what you do next. You go <laughs> back again and you go from each experience and talk about different perspectives from the experience. So for example, with the uh, magazine experience, whenever I was mm -hmm. younger and seeing the skin cream ad, I could go from that and I could say, well, you know what? This is not just one story. I can actually yeah. turn this into multiple stories with the same message. So I could talk about easily, you know, in general, the first time that I saw it and how it made me feel. I can talk about what to do if um, your future children or the person that you are a caregiver for sees an ad like that. I can talk yeah. about signs to look for if you think that your child may um, be having body image issues, you know, and that all comes from that one experience. And mm. I keep doing that throughout the timeline until I can pinpoint all of these important stories. Mm -hmm. And then I can go back and niche down and say, I think that this specific area or time in my life is what was most significant for me and when I learned the most. Yeah. Can you give um, maybe a business example of one? So maybe someone is a coach and, um, or maybe they help people with business. So like, I love the body image ones. That's so yeah. relatable. And people are like, oh yeah, I remember that time too. Yeah. That, that totally <laughs> touches my heart. I get that. Right. So can you give us one of like maybe a business related example as well? So as far as entrepreneurship goes, um, and again, thinking of my own story, yeah. um, it could start from baby entrepreneurship being, or it could start from starting my Instagram mm -hmm. and then uh, becoming a life coach and then um, becoming a, a business coach. And then it could be maybe like um, influence, like podcasting and media mm -hmm. and all of that. And then I would go back to, um, what was the first one? Instagram. <laughs> and I would talk about, um, I would mind map 
the um, different ways that I started using the platform. So yeah. I found the body positive community. I started sharing my story. I started connecting with people outside of my friends list. And then I would move forward to becoming a life coach. And it's like, okay, why did I become a life coach? Who did I want to help? Um, what was my biggest struggle? Um, what was my biggest setback in the beginning? Yeah. Um, how did I transition into becoming the brand that I have today? And then yeah. moving forward to becoming a business coach, what was that transition like? Um, when did I become the expert? You know, there are all these different like little parts of your journey that go along with those, you know, significant steps, I guess you can say, of building yeah. your brand. I hope that helps. No, I think people are going to be like, oh my gosh. They're going to be like, okay, well, I know I have homework. <laughs> I know, exactly. Hopefully it's good homework. It definitely helps with content, if anything else. Exactly. Well, and I was actually talking to my coach recently about the narrative and adding more of my story into it. And I was like, okay, I feel like I want, like, I feel like I share a lot about me personally when I talk, when I go live, I tell you my story. When I go on a <laughs> podcast, I tell you my story. I am not shy to tell you my story, but I don't necessarily always put it in my written content. Yeah. I know that still reaches people that maybe aren't listening to me yet. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, how can I add more of that into it? So I love this conversation. I think it's so powerful and it's so true because if you think the people about the people you are influenced by that you really love in the online space, they're telling you bits and pieces about their life. So yeah. this is a good question. Um, for someone who feels like, well, my life isn't as glamorous as that. Or like, I, I just have a cat. <laughs> Or like, I just have a dog and that's my life. And I just go to work. Like my life isn't great. So what can I share? It's so funny whenever people say that. And, and it's true. People do say that. And I always call BS because I'm like, there is no way that you have gotten to where you are today without going through something. Does that mean that you have to go through grief or depression or you know right. mental health issues? Absolutely not. But right. we've all been through something that's been a stepping stone to where we are today. So if somebody came yeah. to me with that, maybe I would definitely start with the timeline, but I would try to pinpoint a time in their life that made them want to do what they're doing today. So maybe you just have a wonderful life with your cat, but you're, <laughs> <laughs> which you maybe you do, but you're a life coach. So yeah. Specifically, let's say you help people, um, uh, get, more organized. I don't know why I thought of that. Probably from that new show <laughs> on Netflix. It's like that what is it? it's like Marie Kundo or, or tidying oh. up or something. I don't everybody's talking about it. I don't even know how you don't know what it is. I have no idea. <laughs> I live under a rock. <laughs> I know. But so say that you help people with organization. Well, yeah. where did you learn to become that organized? Like what part yeah. of your life felt disorganized to where you mm. felt the need to take that step and start tidying up. I don't know. That's just a random example, but <laughs> you like there's always a reason for what you're doing or something right now that you can hold, yeah. uh, not hold on to, but connect with. I love this. This is such a good exercise. Get out your pens and papers. <laughs> yes. Go do some homework, but not while you're driving. Don't right? do that while you're driving. Please okay. Don't. So you said, so we talked about the story part, right? That's yes. key. What is the messaging part? Yeah. So 
a lot of people think that messaging means like DMs or messaging on Facebook. Messaging is the way that you're speaking to your ideal clients in your marketing. Mm -hmm. So you can either be speaking at them or you can be speaking to them. And speaking at them means that you're just like spewing out content. You're just like um, talking about um, what you do and why they should sign up with you and what your program Mm -hmm. is and how many modules there are. You're literally just throwing shit at them. Whereas if you're talking to them, you're helping them feel seen and heard. You're letting them know, Hey, I understand your struggles. Let me tell you where I've been. Let me tell you how I came out of it victorious. Let me show you the way, show you the process. Yeah. Um, But not only that, like messaging comes down to really knowing your ideal client. None of this like ideal client avatar worksheet BS anymore. Whenever I think of an ideal client avatar, I think of the James Cameron movie with the blue aliens. Like I same. I literally like, when I first ever heard that, I was like, like avatars? Like, the- like I, I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> but also whenever you tell me to create my own avatar, I feel like I'm making up a person that may or not may or may yes. not be real. Right. Whereas if I do my market research, if I go out into the community and I'm asking, what are you actually struggling with? Like, what right. are you doing right now to, to, to fix your problem? And yeah. what do you really need the most help with? Like, then I'm getting solid answers and I'm not just making it up in my head. And whenever you get those answers, then whenever it comes to your marketing, you know what's going on in their heads so that you can speak directly to them. Mm-hmm. Which I think is like the most, I mean, it's like the most important thing. It's like telling your story, but telling it in a way to where it connects with them and they feel like you're speaking directly to them. Yeah. They'll have those moments of like, oh my God, this was exactly what I needed to hear today. Or like, this was for me. How are you in my head right now? Right. Like I've actually had somebody message me and say like, okay, this is creepy. Like, did you bug my room? I literally was just on the phone telling my boyfriend that I felt this way today. (laughs) Like Mm. that's, 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 you know, that's messaging. Yeah. I love the visual. It's like not making up someone, but literally visualizing one person that you know could, you could help whether they need your help or not, or whether they think they need your help, but you know, you can help them. And you know what? I'm going to visualize this one person and I'm going to talk to them because I know what they need to hear. Yeah. I love it. And it may be like going out and doing your research and you can do this on Instagram too. It doesn't have to be your Facebook friends or like your actual friends in real life, like, which they're good too. But Mm -hmm. even on Instagram, just like searching the community hashtags for people who are posting and saying like, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with or going to those influencers profiles and, and looking for people who are commenting and saying, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with and doing your research there. Like, I mean, some people say it's like stalking them, but I love to go to their profiles and see like, what are they talking about? What type of content are they posting? Who else do they follow? And I, I found it. some really cool things. Like once I was doing my research and I just wrote down like 10 names, just like 10 names of like random people I saw that were commenting like, oh my God, this totally resonates with me. Or, oh my God, yeah. I'm struggling with this too. I went to the first girl's profile. I was like, oh, she's a writer. I went to the second. Oh, she plays piano. I went to the third. Like I started to realize, wow, 
maybe my ideal client is super creative or has been like part of the arts. And then they, I looked back again and they were all following mental health accounts. And I was like, huh, maybe I should talk more about anxiety. You know, like I was yeah. building my message based upon what my true ideal client was needing instead of making right. it. Right. I love it. Oh man. There are so many tips and tricks and things for people to do. Oh my God. And this is just like <laughs> iceberg. This is like the stuff I talk about in my group all the time. You're like, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I know they'll for sure I'll have to come join you in there. I have the link or I will get the link or something like that. But yeah, I don't think um, I put that in there. We'll for sure have that in the show notes. Um, <laughs> but I always ask this question because I think it's really important. But this podcast is really all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So you've told us a few things, but can you tell us about a time specifically that really resonates um, that you've had to overcome an obstacle that truly made you feel victorious when you did? Um, so I think that the number one obstacle that I've ever dealt with is mindset. Um, mm. And a lot of people don't really think about that. Whenever they think of obstacles in their life and business, they think of, oh, this time that my I had a failed launch or, mm. oh, this time that a client fired me or asked for their money back. Yes. But like my, and that, that stuff has happened to me, trust me. Yeah. But my number one biggest obstacle along the way and along my journey was my mindset. And it was actually two launches of, so I have a signature group program called Online Empires and I've actually launched it um, in March. It'll be my fifth time launching it. My second or third time of launching it, now I can't remember, but um, I was so stressed about this launch and it had nothing to do with, you know, um, strategy stuff, like how many people were in my group or whether I was saying the right things, but it had everything to do with me and telling myself, you know, I don't want to be a failure or what if I don't hit the same launch numbers as last time or or what if this doesn't work? And, and Mm -hmm. it was all up here in my head. And I ended up having my very first panic attack during that launch. Oh no. And that was a huge moment for me and my business realizing that it could get to that point. And Mm -hmm. I don't regret it because looking back now, that was when I really started to take hold of my own mindset and my mental health. Yeah. So now I'm so careful during every launch. I'm like the most calm little bee Mm -hmm. there was. Um, because I, I make sure of that now because I know what can happen. I make sure I have my CBD handy. I make sure I'm doing my, my journaling. I make sure that I'm taking care of myself, whether that's getting a massage or just sitting in silence and, and meditating. I mean, I've just really learned to take care of myself first and not stress so much about the outcome from each launch. Mm. That is so huge. So can you tell us a few more, um, maybe just some mindset tricks or some things that we can do to strengthen our mindset even more um, than what you kind of gave us earlier with like, I know you kind of gave us um, the, you know, the compliments in the mirror and we talked yeah. about all of, oh my gosh, so many content things and growth <laughs> things and all the things, but what other trick do you really love to do? Or even what do you like to journal about would be really helpful? I yeah. Think. 
A couple of things. So I love visualization and it's probably one of my most favorite things to do. So I like to visualize pretty much before every single time I post content on social media, mm. because I've noticed that if I go into it thinking, oh, it's Thursday and I haven't posted since Monday, so I have to post today, <laughs> yeah. then I notice that going into it with that energy, like it gets zero engagement. Like people can tell, like people yes. are not as interested in my content. Whereas if I go into it and I visualize how powerful this is going to be, how you know, the PayPal notifications are rolling in, the likes are rolling in, I'm getting DMs, I'm getting Facebook messages from this. Um, it really uplifts me and gets me excited to where instead of being like, oh, I hope people comment, I hope people reach out to me about this offer. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I am so excited to put this piece of content out here and see how many people I can serve today. Uh, and I it. think that was like the biggest change, you know, my, my, best launch, which I had, um, a few months ago, my last launch of online empires, that was the energy that I brought into the launch was yeah. I was visualizing before every live stream during the launch period of, you know, how I get to serve people and how every single time I showed up, it wasn't about the numbers. I was like challenging myself. How many people can I help today? Oh, and so doing so those types of visualizations and just like feeling like a straight up queen, um, definitely helped the most. Um, as far as journaling exercises, I journal stuff like, for example, um, what does the next level version of me feel like? Um, mm. So for example, the next level version of me, um, I'm trying right now, or should I say beforehand? I'll say right now. <laughs> <So> the, <laughs> I love it. Tell us. <laughs> I'm like, Oh God, this is on the spot. Um, <laughs> So the next level version of me is somebody who um, never gets nervous about a launch, has people yeah. waiting yeah. in her pipeline, yeah. um, goes into launches with um, more service, uh, spends more time in self-care than um, uh, ads or content creation. Because I know that if my mindset is right, that's even more powerful than um, trying to uh, incessantly spew out content into the world. Um, yeah, I mean, just the next level version of myself, I feel like just runs her business with such ease. And yeah. I'm getting there right now for sure. But I'm definitely somebody who I actually love to hustle. And I know everybody's like, drop the hustle, drop the hustle. But I'm one of those people that I love working so much. And so I'm like constantly working, but the stress, yeah, that's, that's in the future. That'll be completely gone. No stress mm. at all. Just having more fun. You know what I mean? I love it. Holy moly. This has just been jam packed <laughs> with good, juicy, juicy stuff. So tell us what you're like most excited about and like your life and your business or I don't know what's exciting going on in your life right now. Yeah. Well, a few things. I mean, I did just launch my podcast last month, The Journey oh to Worthy. It'll, it'll be linked. Um, but I was so excited because, you know, within the first 48 hours, it was in the top 100 on iTunes. Oh, and so um, it still got so many loyal listeners. And I have so many amazing guests coming up that I'm so excited for, like dream guests. Um, I'm in talks with like a YouTube star and... Um, somebody from The Good Place, 
Um, just the TV uh, show. Yes. And so, so many amazing things are happening. I love that show. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't name names, but that's okay. <laughs> but yeah. We'll so just have to stay tuned. Amazing, amazing things are happening. Um, but also with my business, um, you know, I'm kind of transitioning from somebody who works with newer entrepreneurs to really building the foundation from their business and building from the ground up to somebody that helps them build consistent um, five-figure months. And I think yeah. the love for that started with taking people through my signature group program, Online Empires, and really helping them, you know, grow their audience, find their niche, their message, and, mm -hmm. and find clarity and all of that stuff. And then once they've done that, it's like, okay, now I have a couple of clients. How can I scale? And I found so much fun with like launching and sales mm. after that. So I'm like, huh, I definitely want to kind of transition into this space. Maybe I love it. So that's what I'm yes. doing right now. All right. So tell everybody um, where they can find you and look at you and watch you <laughs> and stalk you and love you and all the things. Thank you. So you can definitely find me on Facebook. Uh, specifically, I have a Facebook group called Inspirational Influencers. Mm -hmm. And um, then I, you can find me at mycoachrachel.com. Yes. And then my Instagram handle, which is all about um, self-love and body acceptance, is mycoachrachel as well. And then, of course, my podcast is called The Journey to Worthy. I love it. Okay, perfect. I have all of those things in the show notes so people can come find you. Thank you so much for being on today. This is so much fun and so many good, juicy, juicy things here. Holy moly. Yeah, thank you so, so much. I'm so, so glad it was, it could resonate. Absolutely. Yay. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.